I've got an angry nut on my hat. I've got an angry nut on my hat. This is the way of the dark. Welcome, everybody, to episode 53 of the Four Dorksmen podcast. And with the flute up his nose, it's me, Angry Nate. Screw you, Xfinity. I'm Collector Clint. I'm very tired today. <laughs> and we are four dorks who like to get together and talk about whatever the hell we want. Uh, quick housekeeping things before we get too far into this. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore dorksman. Uh, you can always email us at dorksman at gmail.com. Um, we'll probably get to your email at some point. We've seen some emails, but, you know, who knows? Who knows? Um, also, what else? it's been so long, it feels like, since I've done this. Um, what else we got going on? Oh, yeah, play Dorksman Bingo at dorksmanbingo.com. Uh, shout out to Larry for the website and redirect. And obviously, shout out to Andrew for making it for us. Uh, By the way, quick. I want to real quick yeah. time in. Um, yeah. I mean, of course, Larry's on the STS guys in the Totally Rad Movie yes. podcast, but Andrew and his brother are starting a podcast yes. now. Yes, um, they are. I don't think they've Boy, recorded. Rewind. Yeah, I don't think they've started yes. their first episode yet. But uh, I mean, they're on Twitter and they're setting everything up. So I would recommend following them as well. Yes, absolutely. Big supporters um, of us. So we are big supporters of them. Just don't have shitty content, guys. Come on. Don't call them out on it yet, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they it's better they hear it now than it's right. like you know, ten episodes in and be like, come on guys. They better know now. That's a preemptive bag. Anyway, go on. All yeah. you'll do is talk about silly putty and slinkies every episode. Come on. That's get it. Them, get something different on. Yeah. I might there's actually other, listen to a couple multiple ones. episodes of that to be honest, because I like <laughs> those things. Spinning tops, you know, some bazooka Joe comics, things like that. <laughs> but that's how that's is that a bingo score? bingo score? That was an accident. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the Alex, shout out to that podcast. There you go. There you go, Alex. I swear to God, this bell that you got, Clint, is gonna be the fucking end of me. And I know you're but, listening. But Alex, laughing. Delorean, Wolfgang, I want you to know that that Nate really appreciated it about five minutes ago. So. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, was losing nuts with it yeah. when I was trying to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Is that and the episode's Clint, over now. Is that considered Clint singing when he's no, beatboxing? No, he's beatboxing. No, That's a completely different square in itself. And Andrew, a... please don't put that as a square. I don't want him to do that again. Clint performs the act against humanity, which could be singing, which could be wearing his tiara, which could be just... Beatboxing, oh, showing beatboxing. his full face out in public. All that and stuff gets Clinticles dangling on the screen right now. <laughs> 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 so let's keep going yeah anyways um as always we like to kick the show off with uh, some ask the dorksman questions we love getting your questions we always have a backlog we always love to see what you guys uh, have in store for us so we've got a couple of uh fun ones this week our first one is from kelly uh shout out to kelly aok20 on twitter um real quick shout out for her she designed some amazing sdcc stickers mm -hmm. uh that's gonna be part of the prize pack for the first ever dorksman trivia extravaganza in which lord scott shout out lord scott uh, on the sts guys he won uh the other night so if you haven't watched that please do it's on our twitch replays it's amazing we'll get to, we'll get to that yeah but we'll, we'll get to all that uh but kelly's question 
was, have you started cooking at home more during quarantine? And do you think it will continue after restaurants start to open back up? What constitutes cooking? Does does making ramen constitute cooking when it's in the Keurig? Does, you know, popping a Tostino's pizza in the oven, uh, a healthy choice steamable, defrosting some Uncrustables? Because that's the extent of my cooking skills right I don't there. define that as cooking. To me, cooking I... would be that... <laughs> You actually actively prepare something, so I, I, mean, oh, I agree. You have a great to your point, mine. though, Joey. If if you had <laughs> no, ramen and you made something to go along with it, like no, you know, no, nope. I, I would think that's boiled uh, water. That's that's yeah, no, what I that, add to that. That's not cooking. Boiled water. If you made no, like I, spam and eggs with it, which is something we do out here in Hawaii, then yes, I would call that cooking. But just boiling ramen and eating that by itself, I don't constitute that as cooking. what what what's the what's the thing called a spam and an egg? What's that name? What do you mean? Is there a name for it? What's it called? Like when you make that, what is it called? Spam eggs and rice. Oh, okay. I was hoping <laughs> I had like a fun Hawaiian no, slang no. term. No, okay. there's nothing. So here's the deal. For the question that Kelly asked, you would actually, I think prior to quarantine, had to have been going out a lot to eat. Mm-hmm. And that right. was never like a big thing. Um, I mean, we we maybe go out to eat maybe once during the week, something like that, especially when school's on. I mean, we're eating lunch at school. We're eating dinner when we get home. The only thing that ramped that up at all would be like, you know, on a game night or something, if I need to go pick up dinner after dropping off the bus or if we ate with the team or, you know, something like that. But other than that, we never really went out and ate a lot. Um, So I don't think it changed my cooking any. I don't think the total end of quarantine would change that either. So kind of boring answer, I guess, but that's, that's where I'm at. Or maybe on to Kelly's point, maybe as opposed to just warming up or taking something out of the freezer like pizza or like a chicken bake from Costco and you eat that, maybe if you actually cook cook something as opposed to just heating up a TV dinner, right? Because I know <laughs> a lot of people catch my cooking skills. I know I, I heard you. I'm I'm just saying maybe that's what she meant because I I don't know. We can't ask her right now. My wife says she's going to put me on that worst cooks in America show or whatever. Oh, it's please called. do. Please, dude, I'd watch that or get you on Nailed It or something. Just yeah, I'd I'd watch that. I would absolutely watch that. Um, oh man, Nailed It. Well, what about you? Are you Princess Clint? They're calling me Princess because uh, Ava has insisted I wear a tiara, so I'm keeping it in my hair. Um, I, insisted I, in quotation marks. Yeah, right. Anyway, um, I I don't do a lot of cooking myself either, but to go along with that, my wife does, and she does. She actually does a really good job. She she keeps us healthy and keeps us uh, keeps it keeps variety and keeps it good and she's changed up and brought in some new recipes during quarantine so a shout out to my wife for doing that because i get the benefit but um as for going out more yes absolutely i i mean especially with our three-year-old we're not we're not in any rush to go back out to restaurants at all um we've been doing pickup we usually do pickup once or twice a week um i don't know why we don't do delivery but we pick up i don't just avoid one more person touching it i guess but it's worked out well, and I see it continuing in the future because it just works out so well, especially with our little one. I think if she was older, we might be thinking that old, thinking it differently. But um, I would actually like to do more cooking, but my wife does it, and uh, my wife is actually gluten free and dairy free. So, <laughs> Ooh, you know, cool. yeah. So, like, you know, when we order pizza, I ask for I ask for extra cheese and extra crust because uh, you know I don't get those at home, so <laughs> I uh, I have to go, you know. But but like I said, she does a great job and gives us some awesome alternatives, so I, I can't complain in any sense. But she has increased and done better, and it's not going to change her going. Oh, it's, we've changed her going out to eat because we don't go out anymore now, and I think that's going to stick around for a while, even when quarantine quote unquote is over. 
Mm-hmm. How about you, Ryan? I don't do a lot of the cooking at home. Michi enjoys being in the kitchen, so the deal typically is she cooks and I clean. So if mm-hmm. she if she cooks whatever it might be, whether it be spaghetti or something really fancy, she doesn't like to clean up the dishes. I don't mind doing it because I, I get to reap the benefits of her cooking. And she enjoys going on Pinterest, looking at new recipes, trying new things. I'll be honest, not every time it's turned out like awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's still edible, <laughs> but... I guess it's hard to, especially if you use like a pressure cooker, which we have one, mm-hmm. it becomes very difficult to gauge how it's going to turn out, especially if you've never done the recipe before and you're kind of just eyeballing it from somebody else's suggestion off Pinterest. Sure. All that said, she does get very adventurous. Uh, I'm not super adventurous with food and she knows that. So we kind of stick to everything that we're going for. But yes, I have cooked a little bit more during the pandemic because I'm still stuck here working at home. She's since gone back to the store and she's working uh, three days a week now at the actual storefront location. So I try to prep dinner whenever I can. Well, we were doing something the other night and you went and made dinner, right? How'd that turn out? Uh, I just fried pork chops and stir fried some vegetables. It, it wasn't anything like super fancy, but I mean, it was. That's more than I can pull off. Yeah, that's more than pretty good. Pizza pops in the oven. Yeah. That sounds delicious. I wanted. I want some of those pork chops. Yeah, you're regular Gordon Ramsay compared to me. It was. I don't think we did anything fancy. It was just salt, pepper, garlic, salt, and the vegetables. What did I do? Mushrooms, onions. It? Damn, that's that's. Uh, you have to. That's a step up from Joey. <laughs> Any hey, time you're frying something, you have sir. to season it. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to taste like a board. But anyway, what, what about a burger you? ketchup is not seasoning, all right? Come no, on. No, 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 no. I put season on everything. I've got two different ones from around here. One's called Slap Your Mama. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, that replaced Tony Satchery's, which I used to have all the time. And then um, my mom found one down further south Louisiana that she brought up for me one time. It's called Rudat instead of Hudat. So Rue is like um, I'm trying to think how to describe it. It's it's kind of like a starter for something mm-hmm. that you would make, like if you were making a gumbo, you'd start with a with roux. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, and it's 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 pretty good too. So no, I don't just put spicy ketchup <laughs> on stuff, brother. Isn't it um, a roux? Isn't it butter and flour? And something yeah, else, basically. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 basically. See, That's... Gordon Ramsay over here. Yeah, he already knew. He's like, oh, man, man, he knows. He knows what's up. I watch Last cooking shows. So, so yeah. now you're gonna have to be Asian Gordon Ramsay. So you're gonna have a, <laughs> you're gonna have a, yeah. You're gonna have a short temper. Halloween costume. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Asian Does that mean I get to tell everybody to fuck off? That's right. You, yeah, you can. Idiot. No one's stopping you right Call now. Call everybody an idiot sandwich. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there yeah. you go. Call everybody a wanker. Um, for me, my wife does pretty much all the cooking, other than like barbecuing. Like, I just got a new barbecue. My wife just got it for me. So, if it's barbecuing, yes, we we've, we've been barbecuing at home. But on regular meals, uh, my wife does all the cooking. So. It's good. She's she's always done it. We've kind of always um, we do usually do takeout on the weekends. We do get to delivery on weekends usually. Um, but I think once restaurants open, I, I still think it's going to be a while before I comfortably sit in a restaurant um, where I feel like it's it's worth the risk to go and eat at a restaurant. There's nothing that screams to me. I need to risk it all to eat at certain place during this time um so for me yeah it's going to be a long time this goes along with our movie theater discussion a couple weeks ago you know yeah movie theater weirds me out more than eating out because we've we've ate out twice so far within the pandemic Mm -hmm. 
it was my buddy's birthday last week so we went out to dinner with him it was weird but it was also very nice to be able to sit and be with him on his birthday you know sure sure yeah, yeah i well, think we did... the restaurants it's much easier to to physically distance like you can you can see there is six feet away from you from the next yeah. table you can see the waiters waitresses sanitizing their hands mm -hmm. wearing masks you know they, taking the proper precautions whereas um, in a theater, it's dark. People are stumbling around. You're in a room, like you're technically just, you know, and you're you're really close to each other. So yeah, I, I totally agree. get that. Well, going back to the movie Outbreak, you remember that scene in the movie theater where the guy is like, "I need water," and <laughs> you you see him cough, and they have that graphic of it just going all over the place. I'm just like, oh, that ugh, it grosses me out so much. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, it really does. Thanks, Ryan. Now I can't get that out of my head. Anyways, Kelly, we'd love to hear your answer as well. I know it's kind of tough for you sometimes with, with your kids, but, you know, we'd love to hear what your plans are when restaurants are opening up as well. Um, Jessica has a question for us today. I forget what your Twitter, Twitter's uh, Baby Light, I believe, is yeah. her Twitter. Or is um, it Essica? I see her on Twitter all the time, but I honestly can't remember. Yeah, I think that one's us. I think it's Instagram. Uh, yeah. is, it's oh, Baby okay. Light. Instagram is Baby um, Light. Yeah, it's, it, oh, no, you're right. It's Baby Light 83. Perfect. Jessica asks, what's one chore that you dislike? And you can't say all of them because, yes, they all suck. But one, what's one that you dislike more than the others? Hmm. Why can't I say all of them? Because it's all of them. Nobody likes it. There's some, I mean, it's, it's like it's like pizza. Like, there's pizza and then there's good pizza. Well, chores, there's bad and then there's worse. So, what's not <laughs> you hate? It's the worst. worst. True. Yeah, there are some that are, like, technically taking out the trash every night is a chore. You know, that's not so bad. You just got to... Every night? Jesus. Well, <laughs> yeah, how much maybe in some houses. I was trying to... Ours goes out every day. Really? There you well, you, you do a four bien. I'd probably <laughs> say dishes. Now, that brings me back to what Ryan said about how he doesn't mind his wife cooks and he cleans. Mm -hmm. See, that's why I've got kids. My wife cooks, the kids clean. Because <laughs> yeah, that I'm is my least yet. favorite of all chores, to be perfectly honest with you. So I didn't think about that at first because I've just opted out of it pretty much completely as long as some of the kids are home nope they need to go ahead and do the dishes well full disclosure um, for me too the part of the reason why i don't mind cleaning and doing the dishes is because i'm particular in the way that i want it done and i no, I, no, no, no. I, I picked that, that up from my mom because my mom's like ocd clean freak and stuff so when michi and i st first got together and i saw the way she was doing dishes it kind of like drove my OCD <laughs> <wild>. <laughs> and so i'm like no honey i'll, I'll do the dishes so that's yeah. why i do the clothes that's why I do all the laundry. Oh, there you go. I'm very like particular done. about my clothes, too. I mean, granted, I've gotten very lax with my laundry. I used to dry clean all of my pants for work. I had to, like, you know, press and iron all of my shirts for work. But now, I, once I do go back to the office, it'll probably just be jeans and, like, polo shirts. <laughs> and now I don't even wear pants for work. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yeah exactly. Thank you for the visual, Clint. Um, I'll give my answer. It's dishes, but not for the reason you think. Um. I actually don't mind because my wife, like I said, does a great job cooking. And that's our agreement, too. You do uh, cooking. I'll do dishes. The problem is um, when to do them. And I say that because our, our kitchen and our, li our living room are very close to each other. And, you know, like right after dinner, Ava likes to watch TV. It drove me nuts growing up because we had the same thing in my house growing up. When I was trying to like play video games, watch TV, whatever. And my parents would do the dishes and you couldn't hear shit because the water was running. <laughs> so I don't want to do it then. But then... I don't want to do it, you know, 
afterwards because then we go up, we do a routine, get her to sleep, and then I don't want to do the dishes because I don't want to wake her up. So my issue for the dishes is finding the exact sweet spot to get them done. That's why that's the chore that drives me the most nuts. Fair. There that's you a go. fair answer. That, that's, yeah. that's the only reason, though. Otherwise, it's fine. Like, you know, it's a chore. They're not great, but they got to get done kind of thing. I even don't mind mowing the lawn or picking up the dog poop or taking out the trash, but... Um, that just don't want to inconvenience everybody. And it drives me nuts. There's just this little itty bitty sweet spot. And I, by the way, I usually miss it and I have to do it like first thing in the morning. But, um, anyway, Ryan, what's your answer? Mine would be cleaning the tub or the shower. Oh yeah. That, that's a good, good response. That's gotta be the most time consuming and the most hard work because cleaning the toilet and cleaning the sink is easy. You know, it takes a few mm-hmm. minutes to clean the sink mm-hmm. if you're doing it regularly, but cleaning the shower F me. Got a scrub. That sucks. Yeah. Yes, and you're using a lot of elbow grease too. So I would mm-hmm. say yes, cleaning the shower, never fun. Okay. Plus, you're in the bathroom smelling all that bleach the whole time. Yeah. Come out, come out with a headache. Well, maybe that's just me, but. No, no, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Most bathrooms don't have a whole lot of windows, so we can't open them. You know. Yep. Nate. Anyway, what about you, Nate? Uh, folding the laundry. I just I hate folding laundry. I don't know why. It's just one of those things. So you would um, you would rather clean the shower, or clean the tub, than fold laundry? Yeah, because I can kind of half-ass that, and <laughs> nobody sees. You can half-ass your laundry. Kind of, I guess. Have you met a teenager? <laughs> yeah, really, right? <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah, no, I, for me, it would definitely be laundry. Like laundry hey, is just one of those things. That... Wait, I mean, I, I, I don't. This isn't the discussion, but if you ever have kids, wait until you get those little itty bitty clothes and have to fold those and put those away. Especially when everybody and their mom literally gives you some. Well, that's so. why that's why we have Banner. He doesn't wear clothes, so we don't have to wash. <laughs> tell that or tell that to my wife clothes. because whenever we bring her dog over, who lives with her mom, he's always got to be wearing a shirt. <laughs> and it's it's <laughs> odd cool. because he actually does look kind of naked when he's not wearing a shirt. It's that's like amazing. you know Donald Duck. Donald Duck doesn't mm-hmm. wear pants, but he looks really naked for some whatever reason when he's not wearing a shirt. So yes, right. Mm-hmm. Try folding all that, and he's a small little eight pound chihuahua, mind you. Okay, so right. there you go. I love I love when dogs don't have their collars on and they look naked after that, like that one half inch to inch thick collar around their neck. You take it off and you're like, oh, you're naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you lost your clothes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just a collar. Oh, yay, dogs! That's amazing. That's great. Okay, but yeah. Jessica, Just we'd we're... also like to know what your biggest peeve is as far as chores. I'm curious. I'd like to know what Ed's is too. Yeah, your husband's. Yeah. That goes yeah. for the both of you. Love yeah. to hear both of that. Please let us know. So yeah, so as always, we love the Ask the Dorksman questions. So please, please, please feel free to send more. Use the hashtag Ask the Dorksman on Twitter. Uh, feel free to drop a comment in, in SoundCloud. Feel free to email us Ask the Dorksman questions. Whatever you're most comfortable with. Um, but we'll always add it to the queue and we'll always uh, try to answer it as, as, as best we can. Um, so that moves us on to our actual topic for today, um, which is, as Ryan has been exhausted over helping run um, behind the scenes. I know Clint's been on a lot of panels, running a lot of stuff. Joey and I have been on. Uh, we've been hosting games. We've been doing uh, just a little bit, a little bit of everything. Uh, as part of the Nerds Unite Con, uh, in place of San Diego Comic Con virtually, uh, that we did this past week with a bunch of other amazing podcasts. Uh, honestly, cannot remember every single podcast or person that was involved with this. 
Um, so I'm Ryan gonna has forget a list somebody. around yeah, somewhere. I that do. I don't know off. if it's still on my desk here. I can probably do it from memory now. Yeah, so, please, Ryan. If you shouts out very much to Secondary up. Heroes, Geek Together, STS Guys, Average Nerd Podcast, uh, Nerdy Curious, uh, Talking Pops, and. What is Pablo's nerd, nerd portraits? There you go. There you, there you go. go. Those were all the teams involved. And yes, it was a very, very swift kick group effort. We planned everything and executed it within a month. Though. So rather hats off to all the teams that were involved because we couldn't have done it without everybody together. It's true. Um, yeah, it was just such a crazy busy week. Um, there was honestly a little bit of something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had Funko drops, we had, um, giveaways in the Twitch channels. We had, uh, artists alley on the secondary heroes panels. We did the dorksman trivia with all the past guests. Um, yeah, we even had Todd land on, which was, I know was massive for, for a couple of us or a few of us uh, that have been really big fans of his for a very long time. Yeah. Um, so what are some highlights from you guys uh, over the week that, that you want to share as you all kind of start realizing that you're super tired from a week's worth of nonstop activities. It's probably a tie for me between two of the ones you already mentioned. It was either the Todd land interview, which I felt like we could have probably just talked to him for three hours. Um, <laughs> and probably just at the end when one of us had to go to bed eventually, uh, because it just went really well. He's a great interview. He's got a lot of, information he shares a lot of our same passions so I, I think that went really well um and my other favorite just you know i'm kind of biased but the uh 40 trivia championship uh sunday night was uh like i don't remember if it was gary or josh or maybe both of them said that you know we couldn't have scripted it better it was and, gary, and, yeah yeah and i i 100 agree with that i mean it just went well the way they played the board the four of them strategizing, you know, what they picked, what they were trying to avoid and for it to literally come down to like the last couple of squares to determine whether Josh got into the, to the finals or not was, was just stupendous. I just, I just enjoyed every moment of it. So that's probably my two favorite, the Todd Lane interview and then the trivia championship. Nice. Um, you know, I was, I was busy. I was everywhere. Uh, I, 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 you know, like they said, I enjoyed, I was with the totally rad movie podcast talking Ninja Turtles uh, I was with Damien and crew on Geek Together for so many different panels. I was with us doing our stuff. Um, I mean, that's just saying that doesn't sound like nearly as much as it actually was. But what I liked, what the highlight was for me, is how well everything went, despite the fact that we had a month to pull it together and everything went well. And um, to, to tell you guys a little bit about some of the stuff that happened. So... Um, I like the chalice interview with geek together was a lot of fun and it was fun because there was no topic. There was no, you know, anything. And you know what we ended up talking about? We ended up talking about getting Sully's collection, putting it on display in their warehouse and then charging, charging Sully to store it and then charging other people to come take a picture with it for their Instagram account to make it look like they have a <laughs> badass collection. That wasn't ever the intention of that, but that's where it went, you know? So, um, you know, and I, I mean, like always talking to Reese and talking to Ming were always fun and stuff like that. So, um, unfortunately, I, I didn't, you know, it was so busy when I wasn't on. I was, you know, getting something to eat, using the bathroom, seeing my family, whatever the case was. So there were a number of panels I missed that I really want to go back and rewatch. 
Luckily, uh, all the podcasts that Ryan mentioned have theirs available on their Twitch channel to rewatch, and I, I need to go back and do that. I actually wanted to today. Instead, I ended up listening to some old SDS guys because I need to catch up to that. But um, how well they'll put it went together is my favorite part. Let me give you one more example. The very last panel of uh, the whole Nergy Nikon was on my video game panel, and uh, it went to shit on Sunday. And when I say that, I mean that we had it set. Um, one of the guys bailed, like completely forgetting he had other things that night. I mean, shit happens because it's family. Was um, it Nate? Did Nate bail on you? It, it wasn't Nate, no. Um, Nate, you didn't bail on him? He, I he would have if I had the opportunity to. <laughs> you would have. I know that. That's all right. But then, uh, but then the other people I told the wrong time to. So I was screwed with two other people, myself, and then we got our fourth in there. And, you know, shout out to, to my buddy Ben who got – um, Uncle Pete on, who just tore it up once he was on there, uh, the senior vice president over that Bethesda Games. Um, you know, just the panel went just super well. And you and you didn't know that the whole day, I mean, I'm stressing out about it. I have no idea what we're going to do. There's an empty blank spot on the calendar, blah, blah, blah. It all worked out just fine. So uh, I'm really impressed. And that was that was my favorite part is just that it actually worked, <laughs> I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. Nate, do you know that guy from when you worked at EA or from your current company you work at? No, unfortunately. No. No. What was badass about him? He comes on. He's wearing a Foo Fighter shirt. So I knew right away oh. we were going to get along just fine. <laughs> That's like me meeting somebody and they've got that Bruce Lee shirt that uh, Robert Downey Jr. was wearing in the mm. Avengers. But mm-hmm. Is that the one where he's at the turntable? Yeah. I have that exact shirt. I bought it at Comic-Con in 2017 or 2018. It's made by a um, company called Broken Arrow, but it's the exact same shirt that he wore in the movie. Um, did you want to add anything else, Clint? No, again, just just a shout out to everyone who put some time into it. And I mean, people like the secondary heroes moved their panel to help out and make sure we didn't have a blank spot there. And, um, you know, like I said, Ben got some help with us. And I mean, people people worked together and it was nice. And it was I, I, I like I said, I still can't believe how well it worked out. I, I'm not surprised it worked. I'm surprised it worked out well, I guess yeah. you could say. Now I want to know who who canceled on you just so we can shame them. Um, well, <laughs> I know, like you, them. Put, you talk about them. the cancellations, and I think that was the other thing that was impressive was that with all the panels going on, all those different podcasts, there was only a handful of guests that were not part of the network that had to end up canceling. And I think that's mm-hmm. pretty impressive too. Yep. I know there's the one Clint's talking about. I think uh, Secondary Heroes had an issue with one of their guests, mm-hmm. uh, came up maybe. And that's the only two that I've heard of. Well, then and, there was some scheduling stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, people thought it was different days or mm-hmm. all of a sudden weren't available and people adjusted their schedule. Uh, that's why we yeah. tried to publish the schedule like just the night before because shit like yeah. that was happening. Yep. I mean, it, and it's inevitable. We, you know, everyone's busy. It's, you know, I know we're in COVID right now, but <laughs> amazingly, yeah, everyone we talked to was like, busy. Yeah. People still have lives and things they want to do um, outside of sitting around at home all the time mm-hmm. being reminded right. that we're stuck at home but right? i mean is, huge shout out to people for for jumping in either filling in spots moving spots getting new spots whatever the case was it was much more chaotic i think i mentioned this in the wrap-up last night the twitter chat's pretty funny if you go back and look at it because mm-hmm. there's some people like oh my god this happened kind of thing and you wouldn't have known it otherwise yep what about you ryan what was your favorite part well to add to what clinton was saying before i go on and talk about my favorite part um, much to my disfortune, I guess you would call it, right in the middle of all of this planning stuff, we found out here in Hawaii, anybody that 
it's not aware of it that we had a hurricane coming and it looked like it was going to plow right through the island of Oahu. And of course, my anxiety kicked in and I started worrying about stuff, being a worry ward because I'm like that. Thankfully, nothing happened. The entire state was spared and all of that. But the combination of lack of sleep from the Nerds Unite Con and my anxiety running high on Saturday and Sunday, I'm hence the reason why I said I'm tired, very tired today. But I can back, understand that. Yeah. Going back to my... um. Going back to the, the good parts, I want to echo what Clint said about the awesome teamwork that we had across the network. Um, of course, a bunch of us are friends and we already coexist with one another and we cross platform, etc. like that. But really shouts out to the ladies at Nerdy Curious because I had not known them before. They were able to add a lot of good content to the overall program uh, to Pablo, who's got the podcast nerds, uh, nerd portraits rather. They were all able to work themselves in really well to the overall group goal. And it was really nice to see how we've we've extended the network now. Because I, mm. I had not known these people prior to last week. And now I look forward to hopefully seeing them next year at SDCC where we can hopefully all get together at maybe even like Corgi's annual party and hang out together over a meal or maybe a drink if they drink alcohol. You know, just to enjoy the fellowship with one another in person now that we actually have seen each other. I don't know if you would really call it quote unquote face to face, but it's a beautiful thing that friends and the whole network just expands. And yeah. shout out to Corgi. We didn't mention him earlier. He doesn't have mm -hmm. his own podcast thing, but he is definitely a um, veteran con goer and just a generous person with his loot droppings that he does his Corgi droppings. Um, and he continued that tradition this year as well and did some of that through um, our streams and whatnot that were going on. He, he helped out a couple of different groups and gave stuff away on their behalf. So shout out to him, too, for everything that he not only did this year, but that he does throughout the year and definitely throughout con season. Yeah, yep. he shared how many how many of those he did during this uh, last night during the wrap up. Do you guys have any guesses how many it was? I think it was 30 something. Wasn't it 41? 41 okay 41 different giveaways I mean, he must have added some look. at one point he said he had like 35 ish boxes ready to go or something like that right but yeah i guess Dang. he's decided to add more 41 i mean that's that, i can't imagine the effort <laughs> that's yeah. amazing that's, he just he does it because it's like he just loves being part of it and he loves doing it right like, wow. yeah he doesn't do it for any recognition he doesn't do it um, he he actually doesn't want the recognition. Anything. He just wants to, yeah. He wants to spread love in the world. The other, yeah, I mean, it's shout out to him for sure. The other shout out I want to give is a big, huge shout out and thank you to all of our friends and our new friends and possibly new fans that we may have gained through all of this effort here. But it's we did this for you guys. You know, mm -hmm. we all realized that we weren't able to go to Comic Con this year. We weren't able to go to Fun Days. We weren't able to get together with the friends so we tried to pivot and just do the best we could as a substitute and i think you know to echo again what clint said i think it went really well we didn't know how this was going to turn out we didn't really have a lot of time to plan it but to quote damien from geek together coming from a ragtag bunch of nerds i think we did a hell of a kick-ass job so really hats <laughs> off to everybody or tiaras or no, tiaras no take that off <laughs> It's not even count as head work because Joey's not even wearing a hat today. So you couldn't even, 
get yeah. all you didn't even get a bingo square you know clint it would oh, be I different if it matched your eyes but it just doesn't do anything for you no Not it doesn't you're so, right yeah you should just take it off you know what though it warms my heart because it came from my daughter so yeah, okay yeah. fair enough I, i'm gonna shut up about that now there's nothing else <laughs> i can say that, that's a snarky that's gonna be worth it so um you win what about nate i don't think we've heard from nate what his favorite i don't think was. we have either um i for me i think it had to been the Thailand interview um, just because it was, it was one of those things where I love sitting down and talking with someone and just hearing them talk about just what they do and just, you know, like something as, as popular and something that I love as much as the shows that he um, makes merch for mm-hmm. is just, if you ever, if you just go back and listen to the interview, you can really tell just how passionate he is about what he yes. does. Yes. And he, he doesn't do it because he wants to be famous he doesn't do it because um you know he's he's out there trying to become a millionaire and make a ton of money and whatever he does it because he fucking loves cartoons and he loves drawing and he loves people he loves to share um those shows and his interpretation of that stuff with with the fans yeah um and it's really it's really awesome to see like he posted a bunch of pictures of the booth from last year like things like that and it's just like just stuff that I wish that we could have been a part of this year, but in a way it kind of worked out that we couldn't be a part of that this year because we would have never had a chance to sit down and talk to him. And we would have never had a chance to invite him back to have a proper podcast episode with him. Right. And without that, we would have never had the chance where I could slip into his, into his DMS and be like, Hey, we'd love to volunteer and work at your Tartaland booth next year. Friday and night. He said he's Friday. probably going to take us <laughs> up on that. So, you know, things like that are just like, um, kind of goes to show just because we can't all physically be there, there's opportunities and mm-hmm. there's opportunities wow. for us to, yeah, that's a good point. Well, you yeah. know, to, to do things that we never would have had the chance to do previously and just making the most of it. Um, yep. And I feel like, you know, thankfully we were, I mean, the 4D guys were able to be a part of this and, you know, we're thankful for that for sure. Um, and I think we, we definitely came together and, and, and made the best out of potentially a really, really shitty situation with not being able to see each other. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. that's totally a great agree. point. I didn't think of it that way. I mean, totally agree. To be totally honest, agree. to be honest, I hope we never do this again. Not because it was hard, <laughs> not because it wasn't fun, because I right. want to go to the cons. I want to see, right. you, guys, you know, yep. um, exactly. but it, it, but if that's not the case, I think this was a, a fabulous alternative for, I mean, at least our, our good friends that, you know, come on and hang out and chat anyway. But I think Ryan's right. It, one of the things I liked was seeing that number in everybody's chat start out at a number and go up and every time mm-hmm. they came back on even when there were split panels that number started at a higher number and went up so i i mean there were very few that went down we had one that went down but that's because we got a silly rate of like 200 people and they all weren't going to stick around for this so yeah <laughs> it's hard to be it's hard to be upset about that but mm-hmm. it uh it was still a lot of fun and uh i i really hope anybody who became a fan and is listening now still listens um still hangs out uh we hope you know ask the dorksman we want to interact with you we want to you know have you come join us for pre-parties and game streams and everything else because we're a community and i hope we shared that and made that blatantly obvious this past week well said exactly and to kind of um add on a little bit to what clint was saying here for anybody that's new that may have found us as a result of the giveaway of the switch keeping in mind like clint mentioned we do game streams as well on twitch so typically either tuesday or wednesday that'll be with clint well, I should say this is our typical weekly schedule, not anything right. ad hoc yet. But Tuesdays or Wednesdays, Clint will typically do some retro gaming, sometimes with Sully. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Joey and Nate have jumped in here and there to play any number of games that they do. And then on Fridays, our typical thing is we do Jackbox for a few hours and then we kick the party back to Sully. But keep in mind that if you would like to engage in any of that stuff, it's a community. We would love to have you join us. Please come in and join. Obviously, a lot of you have followed us on Twitch now, so make sure the notifications are on. You already know the days, times for those. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, what time is it typically for you, Clint? Like 7 p.m. Pacific? Uh, yes, that'd be right. Okay. And for Fridays, we kick off 7 p.m. Pacific. We typically go to about 9 or 9.30. Please come in and join. It's a great time. I will add on to that. Um something and now i completely spaced what i was going to say stop <laughs> i'm eating tired the brownies, clint stop eating the I, I know i know this this is, is that this is the tr is too tight today maybe no, that's that's too. but this is actually just this is con i was up and moving and busy the whole day all day i'm tired yeah. i'm worried yeah. i'm gonna get cron crud because i'm still i'm still doing con stuff yeah by the but, way i made um, a i made a drug joke you need to ring the bell oh <laughs> there you go. exactly good yeah, point slow we did yeah no it's it's fair yeah um I was forgetting where we were. Anyway, yeah, it'll, it'll come back to you. It'll yeah, well, oh, I know what it was. I'm at a Funko, and I'm at a Funko because mm. because yes, they moved their right shit. There. We didn't get to play our game night yes. this Friday, so I'm looking oh, even I thought more you were talking forward. About we'll get there. I know that. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was going to go there, go down there with the drop and everything. Where that? Well, I, maybe that's a good transition. That's to, a good yeah, transition. Yeah. Just yeah. drops in general, and and what we did last week what we missed out on maybe some regrets of stuff that we got that were impulse buys things of that nature well you know um, one good thing about having not gone to the con this year is i actually barely spent any money uh partially because of that i don't want to call it a shit show drop and by the way i do want to say that this is in no way funko's fault for anybody that's not aware they outsourced that part to a third party in hopes that they could help them with the bots and all of that and it totally backfired on them but just know that they are trying. Okay, I'll give all, you that. All I, of I that. Won't, I won't say they're resolved of any responsibility, but they're I not, will give them they're trying. They're not result. I mean, yeah, they're not entirely not at fault here. But the fact that they realize that us as a company, we're not specialized in e-commerce. We're going to try and tap a company that can help us with that aspect. And it just went backwards. But Well, I, I think for once they finally realized that, yeah, they, they dropped the ball. They screwed up because... We have complained for years, years before I even got into collecting about their online shopping experience, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's had its ebbs and flows. And a lot of that depends on, you know, the uh, limited edition of whatever it is that's dropping. Uh, but as far as I've seen, we've never had the CEO drop a mm. video, even if it's just a little 45 second clip that apologized. So mm -hmm. they know, they know they messed up. They know some of that's on them. Mm -hmm. And, and I think Brian even used that wording, you know, I mean, he did say that they were using a third party to, to, you know, to process the, you know, the financial transaction part of it, but he understands some of that's on them too. You know, I mean, they knew they had this big thing coming up and uh, I've been on the testing side of things and I'm, I'm sure Ryan has been before too. And when you're, when you're testing a new system, and you try to find every bug in it you can, it doesn't matter how many people are testing it, whatever, it's never the same thing as rolling it out into the real world. And Nate, I'm sure, has had the same experience with video games. Video mm -hmm. games have bugs in them too, just like you know, computer you know, customer service systems, which is where my experience is with it. So to a certain extent, yeah, I understand it's not you, the company, you know, their stress test maybe only took it so far or whatever. But 
I like the fact that they came out and said it because it was very frustrating, you know, and it was frustrating that there was not a lot of communication during what was going on, you know, and there's still the question, oh, well, if you would have refreshed, would that have helped? And some people said that it did. And you, you just never know. You know, right. we experienced that same issue two weeks before with the Dwight with Unicorn drop. And it was basically the same thing. It was having a problem calculating the shipping rates and all that stuff. I tried on four different devices, one mm. device got through with the Michelangelo SDCC pop. And so I wanted that for sure. And that was a Funko shop drop. It wasn't shared. So I definitely needed that one. Well, then on my Chromebook, he was in that order. And when it finally went through, it said the only thing I could buy was Stan Lee, which it said Stan Lee wasn't available, which was in the cart on the Michelangelo thing, which went through before the Chromebook did. So I was quite confused. But So did you uh, get them both? So I ended up with um, Michelangelo from the Funko shop. I said, mm -hmm. I'm not going to pay, which would end up being like $23, you know, for, for Stan Lee to ship separately. So I said, I'll just try to get it later. Well, long story short, I ended up buying one off of Asian Joey at cost plus shipping and ended up costing more if I would have <laughs> if I would have just taken it on Funko shop. I ended up spending a dollar or two more, but definitely shout out to him for helping me hook, hook that up. And the only other one that I really wanted was the Recyclops. Um, so I was kind of upset about not getting a chance to get the con sticker for that one, mm -hmm. which I mean, you know, it's a shot in the dark in the first place. Right. But I ended up going through at Walmart um, through their app to get it. And so I don't know if y'all know if y'all bought anything from the Walmart app, but a lot of places are like this. You know, it's got, you know, the quantity thing. So I was going to get two. Um, you know, because I knew somebody else would end yeah. up wanting one. And with Walmart, you never know what they're shipping. So better odds for me. So I just spun that sucker and ended up, I think I'm getting five. We'll see what they end up <laughs> shipping to me. <laughs> but um, I'm hoping at least with five, that means maybe one of them will have good box condition. And, and uh, a friend of ours, uh, Ed, but wasted, uh, I think, once one because he's, he I, missed out on that one. I would be shocked if Fernando missed it if you're looking to get rid of one. Just saying. Um I'll go. I, I I'll go real quick. I did the Funko shop. I just wanted the five Anchorman pops, and when everything was said that, I ended up with four. <laughs> that's not bad. Is, no, but I'm a completionist, and I I, I, I feels worse almost than yeah. You know what? I right. take that back. One time, my uncle hit five out of six numbers on the state lottery, and we're like, "Woohoo! You won fifteen hundred dollars. That's awesome." He's like, "Do you realize I was just one number away from being a millionaire?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, that kind of does suck. <laughs> I'd rather not get any of that then." See, so yeah, well, I, I, mean, they, I had them all in there. I had a second chance and didn't get them the second chance either. But um, like like I. I panicked. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, shit. Well, okay. My thinking was, okay, I got to get these and maybe I can get Pantana later. It was, of course, the Senate one. Never. It hasn't happened. I don't I'm gonna hold my breath for it to happen. But uh, if I would have known, I would have just said, no, screw it. I'm not collecting any of them. Instead, I ended up with four of the five. So, Well, uh, let it be told, if you don't want the brick Tamlin, send it my way. I understand. <laughs> I, wasn't, I knew I could find a home for that Yeah, one. There was, was only three that I yeah. wanted. Um, I struck out completely on the shop. And, you know, mind you, I was trying to juggle all the Nerds Unite stuff before between all of the drops so we completely dropped everything that we were doing and we stopped the current program that was running five minutes prior to the drop because we all wanted to be ready so i i jump in and i realize okay they have everything so that means i can try to help cliffy with the bakugo um the sith death, tro death trooper i could try to help chris with this and that and i could try for brick tamland iron bob which i completely missed out on and what was the other one the stan lee so I had all of them in my cart. I was done within 30 seconds. Hit 
the shop page and I just see the shipping thing go. And so I'm thinking to myself, be patient, you know, just wait it out. It should be okay. I see things going up on Twitter saying this and that. Don't refresh the page. Refresh the page. Right. So I wait yeah. and I sit in the queue for over an hour. And then I come to find out later after Funko right. said, you know, don't refresh anything. People went against that and they got through. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I was say, Funko yeah. told us not to, and we should have known then to do it. Uh, I I was having faith in the system because I was trying to, and I did. I was just trying to be patient now. about it, but it, it backfired on me. The good news is though, later that night, this was Friday, right? So um, yeah, later that night we were playing Halo with Sully. Shout out to Tamer because he told me that the drop for Target had went up for the Stan Lee. So I was able to check out properly, and I have a red card, so I got it at a five percent discount, and I got free shipping. So. And I don't yeah, care about the box quality because it's coming out anyway. So right, for me, right. it's a win. Target's actually decent too. So I, I'm not. That's great. Um, yeah, fantastic. I'm sorry. Hey, what did you grab? Um, you know what? I actually didn't get anything. Wow, really? Not from sheer retailers or nothing from Funko? Um, nothing. I did not get anything yet. Um, well, all the stuff that I wanted from the Funko shared retailers, I'll pick up eventually. Mm -hmm. uh, I think there's a few things I wanted that were at Hot Topic, so I'm not like I'm not stressed. Not like the Bakugo is the one that I want. I don't really, um, don't really have to rush to get because it's gonna be Hot Topic. Um, so my experience with the Funko Shop was, it was frustrating because I knew it was gonna be, it was gonna be a challenge because it's always a challenge with con drops, and I'm okay with that. Uh, being a collector for a few years now, I've accepted that this is just one of the things that's gonna happen. So I got in, everything was super duper smooth going into the checkout. And uh, when I started calculating shipping, I was like, okay, that's fine. I know things are going to sell out. That's okay. That's just the nature of what happens. I get through a couple of things that I wanted sold out. Not a big deal. I go back to edit my cart. That's when the site took a shit and mm -hmm. I lost everything in my cart. Yep. So an hour of waiting resulted in nothing which really that's what made me mad right that it wasn't the fact that things sold up because i get that and if you don't understand it as a collector like i'm sorry like you're in the wrong place yeah you're in the wrong yeah you're in the wrong hobby right um you know i i, I get that i know things are gonna i'm gonna miss out on things but it's the the very basic things for the website that should not have happened mm -hmm. me out of wanting to spend so I didn't even want to go back and uh, try again. It's, right. I don't blame you. Well, you know what? Purely bad taste in my mouth at that point. I, yeah. yes, yeah. I, I think, I think, and you're not alone. We know that. I want to give a quick shout out to, uh, to Julie Grimes, um, just because she was the first person I know, or at least heard they got through the yeah. shop <laughs> in like two yep. minutes. Right. <laughs> minutes. But why, why I want to give her the shout out is she wasn't trying to buy black lightning so she could get rid of it. She wasn't trying to buy the rare mm -hmm. one. She got what the toucan and like something. She got else. two toucans, I think. Yeah. 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 I, I, as a as a collector, I, I I'm happy to see that go through, and I appreciate yeah. that she was getting her stuff and not trying to flip something or you know I mean maybe she could help somebody out, but maybe that would have slowed her down. But shout out right. to her for getting her stuff and being a class act about it. Yeah, but I did want to quickly give a shout out to Ferd, uh, who I know he's listening, big fan of the show, big fan of Ferd. He reached yes. out to me after he saw me um, talking about my Funko Shop woes, and uh, he picked up two of the two cans. And he was going to give one to, he was helping out his cousin, uh, but his cousin was actually able to get both himself. 
Uh, so Ferd offered me one of the toucans, and he's going to be sending me the uh, the astronaut toucan. So oh, nice. right on. shout out to Ferd for helping me out on that. So at least I got, yeah. you know, okay, I got a little something out of it, um, thanks to the community. But yeah, I other things that I was thinking about getting, like the Ninja Turtles were really cool, but working out, like we talked about previously with um, working out the U.S. conversion, working out the shipping rates, if I'm not at the con... I don't feel like paying that kind of money without physically being able to Tetris that into my suitcase, pack it up with all my dirty clothes and happily fly in an airplane home with it. And yeah. that's kind of that experience without having it there has made me okay with not spending a lot of money or any money at all, really on a lot of the exclusives this time around. Yeah. The only other thing I really wanted this year was that beast kingdom, Tony Stark from infinity war. And you mm. know, at eighty dollars, it's it's pricey, right? It, as compared yeah. to like a fifteen dollar pop that you would buy at the con. And I would have been completely okay with it had it not been for the fact that it's forty dollars to ship it to Hawaii. It's half the cost. I'm like, right, insane. It's cool, you know. There's, there's interchangeable parts. I like the fact that you can swap out the head, and there's one that he looks angry, mm. which is like super awesome in my opinion. But forty dollars to ship it, I'm like, no. I know I can I probably get one later. I might have to pay a little bit more for it, but at least I can see it in person. Cause well, you won't have to pay more for it because you wouldn't have to pay shipping, or at least not $40 worth. <laughs> I, I have some friends that may end up getting it because they, they collect things like Sideshow and Beast Kingdom, and if they sure. have to get rid of it later, then so be it. But those are one of them. I want to make sure that it's in good quality before I buy it, and paying $40 to ship it, it I've I've heard horror stories about Beast Kingdom from other collectors, so mm. I, I just, oh, just the way it's like packed and stuff. Yeah, I just opted. Well, and then treated, I bet. Yeah, because yeah. I don't care about the box condition for that. It would have come right. out and gone on the shelf, but I don't want to have a situation where things are broken. Right, you don't want. Yeah, exactly. You hit the box if the box is messed up, the, the chances are the yeah, collectible could be messed up. Yeah. So I totally understand that. Yep. Joey, but, what else do you want to get? Um, as far as Funko stuff. I just got overall anything con related. Yeah. So the other stuff that I picked up, uh, I did pick up that, uh, Q fig team in T box. Oh, the pizza. Um, box. nice with That's the, cool. yeah, the grayscale ones, which I'm not, it is. And it isn't a regret for me. Um, like I'm glad I got it, but at the same time, like I kept going back on the Q fig site afterwards, looking at some other stuff. And I'm just really digging the ones that have their own individual colors more than the grayscale ones. And I'm like, maybe I should have just held out and just bought those four, you know, because they're, they're more unique to me. The, the four, since they do have the color, I understand this is a limited edition, but so I guess it's kind of a regret and not a regret on that one. Um, I tried to get the abominable chomp Mm -hmm. amber Mm -hmm. pin, uh, yesterday from plastic empire. It was kind of like a random drop at a random time. I missed out on that, which like, you know, to what Nate was saying about missing out on stuff, you know, I'm cool with that Mm -hmm. because within 30 seconds, it told me it was sold out and I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, I missed out. I missed it. It did pop back up and I missed it again a second time. I think they were like, there was like insult. one or two in that second pop-up. Yeah, I don't think there much. was many no. in it. So, But I got over it because, A, it was just a pin. It wasn't right. the actual chomp. I did. I don't know if you want to consider it part of it. It came out during the, the week, kind of. But I did get the reverse cotton candy chomp uh, the weekend before. 
And I'm trying to think of what else I got. I felt like I ordered something from somebody else, but I can't think of what it is now that I got. I, I did not spend a lot. Uh, uh, Toddlands? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. The Toddland stuff. Um, <laughs> I got the BurgerCon t-shirt. Uh, which yes. I really loved. I thought, yeah, that, I, like that I thought the artwork on that one was great. And then I picked mm-hmm. up me and McGuire, the uh, burger of the day pins, the SoCal distancing uh, pins. <laughs> we've, we've started trying to get matching pins from each drop that he does. We did it with two of the other ones. So that's a tradition uh, I'm hoping to continue where we each get, you know, the, the same pins Nice for that. And I think that, I think that was it. I knew there was something else. Thank you for reminding me. It was the, the well, that, yeah. stuff. Of course. Of course, I got. I, I also got Todd Land. I got the Burger of the Day shirt, um, and then I got the Ken pin, just because it's so freaking random. Um, yes, it was pretty yeah. random. Um, and it was, you know, nobody's gonna know who that is unless you're a fan of the show, especially the beginning. So I had to get that. I also ordered a pair of socks, but those weren't Comic Con exclusives; they were just included in my order. Um, and then I did order the Tiny Ghost and the pins from Fugitive. Um, oh, you were able to get I, through. I uh, I was able to get through the group which had an early job uh, so i got it in that way good good so, so good that was you. good so, yeah I, I actually was thinking i was going to uh pass it on to somebody who got it but or wanted it but I, a i think most people that wanted it got it but more importantly b ava saw a picture of it and now she wants it so i oh, don't think well, i can get rid of it and yeah, feel good about <laughs> it. so did you get the the bundle that also had the no uh fig pins in it not that no but the fig pins oh, and, the, okay. and the whale there were only like maybe 20 of those because that whale uh, was only limited 69 so there were uh, i gotcha bundles. i forgot the whale was in there too yeah that Which, by the rookie. way yeah i'm not sure how you say it to be honest um but i will say we did talk to fugitive uh geek together damien and i talked to fugitive and nelson after that and we talked a little bit about that drop so if you want to hear more about that i strongly recommend listening to that you mean the ten thousand dollar bundle drop that's the one <laughs> let's just say let's just say i'll just say this there were multiple Ooh, that fell for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I that's saw incredible. On Twitter, that's a bunch incredible. of people complained about it. Yeah. So well, I would that's go. That's what uh, happens when you run bots, guys. Yep. You know, that's I incredible. understand there are some people that use it for their own personal use and they're, mm-hmm. they're trying to get a leg up on the game, per se. But if you're in the business here to resell, um, I know that us as collectors, we're all guilty of reselling an item if we've had it for say a few years, well, maybe not all of us, Clint's making a face here, but <laughs> I've, I've picked up pieces at SDCC and I've thought to myself, you know what? I'm okay with parting that with this. And so I can get something else that I really want. And I've done mm-hmm. that before. So you know, if it's to help fund your trip, I'm not, I'm not even going to hate on you. Well, we, like, we've talked about yeah, this too, about, about how you, know, you, you got burn all of that. Right. Well, now, if you're getting an SDC exclusive, you're going to the con, you got to pay for your time to stand in line. You got to pay for your mm-hmm. airline. No, like that only needs to be factored in if, if they're getting you something at the con. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's stuff like that too, of course. So um, going back to yeah. the bot thing, if you fell for it, be be wiser about your decisions and how you want to approach things. That's all I'll say. But on no, another, fuck you if you fell for it. It means more. the same thing, guys. I'm just trying to be nice about it. Nate right. Nate's telling it like it is. Oh, that's um, why we like Nate. Yeah. But speaking of telling it like it is, you know, I know a lot of people took losses with Funko, and of course, yeah. me in specific. I got nothing from the drop. I'm okay with that. Here's where we need to really take a better look at things. Funko as a company is really not doing the strongest right now. We're all very aware of that. So the fact that they were able to go through an entire weekend's worth of product in, we'll say, 20 minutes, 
I see that as a huge win for the company that we all love. So we need to focus on that because by them staying in business, that means we get to continue to buy products that we love. So I want to know with that too. Yeah. And I, I mean, the other part is COVID hurt them. Like there's no, it hurt everybody, but it it not only hurt the selection because we've talked about it. The selection was what, like 80 pops last year and this year was 40 or whatever. It was at least half, just half. Right. If not worse. That also affected the breadth or the quantity of that. So I bet you their runs for all of those were smaller. So Mm. I, you know, I think we all kind of got used to, you know, oh, this one has 10,000. This one has 13,000. I'm sure that, and I don't know numbers, of course, but I'm sure they weren't nearly that high this time yeah. uh, for anything. I mean, the, I don't, I'm not even sold. They have 3,000 Black Lightnings, to be honest. I have no idea. But the point is, yeah, Ryan's right. Like, we still, they still gave us a shot. I know it didn't go well. They know it didn't go well. We can hope for the future. It's just uh, they've burned us a couple times, and I understand the pessimism when it comes with it. Yeah, but if you want to continue to be a pessi- pessimist about it, I would just be completely blunt with you and get the fuck out because you're in it for the wrong reason. If all you're going to do is bitch and complain all over Twitter about I took a loss, either zip your lip, um, be a man about it, or just grow up or get out. <laughs> leave it, leave it to I'm the collecting. people that really want to collect it. because I'm selling my collection. Yeah, I'm done with this. That's the thing that I love Clint. the most is like people that are on the thread that are like, hey, you know what? I will, I'll be the first to admit I was... I was upset and I complained on Twitter, but I'm not going to fucking be like, I'm done collecting. (laughs) You know what? It's part of collecting shit happens. And I didn't like the way it went down, but you know, it's serious when Brian gets up there and puts out a message and says that we need to do better. Like CEOs don't do that without, without knowing that without being aware enough that they've, that they need us as the fans to believe in them, right? Right. So I and do was it a PR that. thing? But yeah, but still at yeah. the same time, did he have to do it as he did it before? No. no. So and at least they're acknowledging it. And, and it wasn't and just CEO. It was like they said, the CEO. It wasn't some right. half-assed Twitter yeah. message that said, our mistake, sorry. Yeah. He said yeah. it wasn't actually, he sat down and made a video and said, we fucked up. Yeah. He did say, he did kind of pass the blame on to the third-party system, but he did right. say, we need to do better. He could have like, just made a statement on Twitter versus just actually yeah, recording exactly. the whole yeah. video. So, right, you know, right. That, and him doing it himself. I mean, kudos, yeah. who knows? Yeah, I agree. And I like that they tried to do as best as they could this week, this past week for the for the fans and, mm-hmm. you know, recording the fun TV thing for everybody to watch and, you know, mm-hmm. giving Sully back some stuff to, to give away mm-hmm. during Jesus. his two streams that he did. Mm-hmm. You know, is, is it the... Is it the same as going to fun days and going to the booth and all that stuff? No, but you know, it was a little something to just say, Hey, you know, we understand you're missing out on what's going on right now. Here's a little something just, just for y'all just to, you know, hold you over. And I like that they, because normally they don't tease what the fun days theme is going to be for the next right. year until mm-hmm. what, maybe a month out uh, from the tickets being released, which are normally mm-hmm. released in May. I mm-hmm. uh, could be a little off on that timeline. Uh, but, you know, they said, hey, this was the theme that we were going to have for this year, and we're just rolling that over to next year. So it's going to be the Olympics. He, you know, here's the four thing. Like, I don't think they've ever announced before, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but y'all been around longer, what the four different sections no. are going to be. Never. And they Never. went ahead and announced that. Conference. And yeah. said, "Hey, here's what's here's what the team's gonna be." And I think that's a cool thing because I think that makes it a lot easier for those people that, 
you know, fully get into the experience and want to, you know, cosplay to go along with that, that gives them more chance to, to plan and to prepare and to brainstorm and to coordinate with other people and do stuff. So I thought that was pretty cool of them to come out and, and let yeah. us know what was going to yeah. happen. Agreed. Absolutely. And the other Nobody had to do anything at the end of the day. I mean, we, yeah, the yeah that's the whole thing. Yeah. You don't COVID, have to do diddly COVID, squat. Yeah. And that includes us. That includes everyone in Third Unite Miss. That include or Nerd Unite Con, excuse me. That includes everybody who did SDC at home. That includes Funko. That includes all the vendors. Like nobody had to do anything. They could have just said, "This sucks. Sorry." Let's be perfectly it. honest. Funko could have put out one tweet the week before with everything that was going to be on the Funko shop. Not said another word. Not done anything else. And all of that would have still sold out that night. None True. of that would have changed. True. So they didn't have to do any of that other stuff, yeah. but they, they, they did it just to do it, just to, you know, give it for the fanatics to have something. Yeah, they did for it for the week. fans. And let's also look another positive, a positive thing here. We know for a fact that Fundies is still going to be a thing because I know a lot of people have oh, been like, you know, through the grape frying, people saying this and that, oh, there's, there's new leadership in the top in the senior management team is Fundies even still going to be a thing next year so at least we can confidently say that they're still looking out for the fanatics which is a huge thing it's a huge sigh of relief for me i i can say that for myself in specific yeah yeah and i'm looking forward to it hoping i can get uh tickets to go back again uh next year so let's wor- let's worry about that come may instead yeah <laughs> let's, uh, let's uh let's focus on something else yeah because I, I mean, it's getting close to that time. So it's true. It's game time. So, a little surprise for the fellas because they didn't think coming into the recording today that we were going to have a game. But I just had an epiphany as I was doing it. Uh, doing oh. it as I was doing <laughs> my mate. Shut up, boy. Uh, as I was making my dinner, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do this. It just like came to me. I was like, we need to have a Price is Right style game. And so this week's game is called The Price is Wrong, Dingus. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, you Bob. thought I was going somewhere else with that. I was excited for it. I'm still excited to, to plug in. but So here's what we're going to do, guys. I'm going to name... A 2019 SDCC exclusive. This could be something from Fun Days, or this could be something from the booth slash a shared retailer. Um, You'll each type in what you believe to be the correct current value according to the Funko app. I'm not using PPG. I'm using the Funko app. The the closest without... Well, the the big difference there is I was whether kidding. you're doing the con sticker or the shared sticker mm. one. So that's why mm. I decided to go with the the app. One price. Yep. Right, exactly. Okay. Uh, so the closest without going over earns a point. We're going to play 18 rounds all together. So whoever has the most points at the end wins. Um, if we happen to have a tie at the end, I'll just throw out a you know one last um, pop for you to guess the price of. Um, so y'all going to type in the chat. Uh, which all's guesses are, and y'all going to go in order just like they do on Prices Right. We will rotate around the order uh, as far as who has to guess first, just to be fair. So everybody will go first six times. Uh, the first order will be Nate. Then after Nate does his, Ryan will put his answer in, and then Clint will put his answer in. So if y'all go ahead and type it up and be ready to hit enter as soon as you see the previous person. 
Okay. Rob Question. Totally getting one dollar. I can't wait. One dollar. Questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First one. The jaws pop with the shark eating Quint. That's the sixth jaws inch. Okay. Yep. Nate. Okay. Nate's guessing sixty. Ryan's guessing eighty-five. <laughs> and Quint's going with a dollar. He <laughs> held true to his word. Very good, Ryan. You are only wow. $10 off. It's going for $95. You know, wow. I was thinking about actually putting 95 Do we get anything if, I mean, like on Price is Right, you get a bonus if you hit it right on the nose. Oh, if you get Do right you get on, anything? right? That's a good point. You know what? If if y'all like this game and if the listeners like this game and it's a it's one that I do again for something else, then I'll definitely look into expanding it. Okay. And maybe having well, some I, kind of showcase showdown just to make it funner. <laughs> but how about this? If you hit the price right on, you get two points. How about you make the game next time and then you can I'm decide. Just, I, I, I was just going with Ryan's point because that's what it was. Okay. It All is right. a good point. And I'll think about incorporating it next time. Not this time. Let's move on. Okay. okay. All right. The next item is the Kato from Green Hornet. And the order will be Ryan, Clint, Nate this time. Ah. He's too fast. <laughs> he is too fast. Okay. Also, ahead, it's Clint. my turn. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So, Clint, you're next. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm thinking. Um, God, I'm going to be horrible this game, I think. Okay. Nate? Okay. Nobody gets that point. Going to the Funko app, it's only going for ten dollars right now. Yay, Toy Tokyo! Yeah, I don't know if it's pulling a common version of him or what, Mm. but the app is the app. Yeah, that's not your that's not your fault. The app is the app. Okay, here's my favorite one, and the first person going here is going to be Clint. Then it's Nate. Then it's Ryan. The "Quote unquote first to market Sith trooper." Nate, you're next. Ryan, you're last. Ryan is closest with his guess of five hundred fifty dollars. Although the correct current going price, according to the Funko app, is one thousand five hundred thirty dollars. Holy shit! It really, really showed up that much. Dang! Wow! Yes, it did. A lot of the Star Wars stuff shot up. Yeah, wow. I'm, I'm I knew that. I knew that it was getting up there. I didn't think it was over a thousand yet. That's crazy. <laughs> and yet, my my six inch two thousand seventeen Snoke I bought on accident is only thirteen dollars. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I I had a chance at it if I would have gotten in the lounge fly booth line to buy that mm. in the backpack thing, but I, I didn't even think about it. And it's not a guarantee I'd have gotten it, but at least I would, could have said, Oh, I made an effort to try to get it and missed out. But anyway, the next pop from SDCC 2019 is the toucan. And that's going to be back to Nate going first. And this is the toucan pop, not the Pez that they had, just for clarification. Right. Okay, Nate's gone. So, Ryan, you're next. 
and Clint. <laughs> Ryan's guess of $25 is the closest because it is 34 You know what, Ryan? I think we finally found your game, brother. Yeah. Wow. I think this is all you. <laughs> this it's is, all those this is uh, days staying home sick and watching Prices Right with your, your uh, grandma or whoever you had to stay home with when you were sick is paying off finally. Clint used to watch this all the time after high school. Yeah. Well, if we were doing, if we were doing, if we were doing like cans of corn and you know uh, yeah. dressers, that'd be better. <laughs> Actually, I I gotta stop guessing one dollar. I think I'm good now. at this because I'm a data guy, so I'm thinking, you know, in that respect. Anyway, all right, yeah. Number five item, and the order now is going to be Ryan, Clint, Nate. This is my personal favorite for my collection. It's a Fun Days exclusive. It is the not the one in twenty four glow Freddie Funko is Frankenstein, but the one in I don't know if the app says what it is, and I don't like have it with me right now. It's like five twenty, isn't it? I think it's some random number like five twenty yeah. or something like that. So that's the one I'm looking at. Mm. Ryan, you're first. Okay, Clint. Uh, I'm gonna go. Okay. So Ryan's guessed 350, Clint's guessed 220, Nate's guessed 450. The correct answer is 480. So wow. Nate got that one. He was that pretty one went up a lot. Dad knows close about that one. I need to go it, to the Funko app more. <laughs> it's actually been hovering around 400 for quite a while, trust me, because it was the top of my collection until that uh, Mandalorian from NYCCC jumped up. Yeah, that's ridiculous uh, how much that one shot up. That yep. and Captain Rex. Well, the crazy part about the Mandalorian one, it did not sell out immediately. Now, it sold out like in 20 or 30 minutes, but you could right. still go back and get another one or still see it on there after you checked out. And So that part's crazy, but... That's what happens. Yep. Alrighty. Moving on. We're going to go ahead for round six and grab one of the Conans uh, that was given away during SDCC. And in honor of some of our big Pennywise fran- uh, friends like Julie and Manny and Prague, we're going to go ahead and talk about the Conan as Pennywise pop. And we are at round number six, so that means Clint, Nate, Ryan is the order. Clint says 149. Nate's guess is one dollar. And then Ryan's guess is 165. That dollar strategy paid off there, brother. The correct answer is 90. Everybody else went over, so you are correct on that one. And you were gaining on our friend uh, Ryan. Third of the way through, Ryan's got three points. Nate's got two. And Clint has Ryan points right now. (laughs) Ring the bell, sir. Oh. (laughs) All right. Number seven on our list is going to be one of the Funko Shop exclusive uh, pops uh, that was only available through the booth. Uh, it was a limited edition, if memory serves correctly. I think that's right. I could be wrong. I'm saying all that right now. Uh, and that is going to be... I just lost it. Yep. I'll find it again. The Winona Earp pop. 
And so that's going to be you first, Nate, with that one. Ooh. That one's... I have not heard a thing about that since San yeah. Diego. <laughs> I'll throw a random number out there for that one. That was, I couldn't even... Nate's guessing 75. Ryan's guessing 225. Mm. And Clint's coming in with 101. The current going rate for the Winota Erp Pop is $140. So mm. Clint is the winner on that one. No, Very Ryan good. points. I told him later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at least you can't lose points on this one. So you don't right. have to worry about finishing with Ryan points. Either. That's right. And it is so an LE. Excellent. It's 1,000 pieces. Right. I thought that's, it was. Yeah. yeah. That's why I yeah. thought it'd be higher. But then again, not to disparage the Erpers, I just know it's not as popular as a fan. <laughs> well, I have I have the 1,500 uh, only from E3 uh, Glow in the Dark uh, Legendary Chalice for Cuphead. It's only worth like 50 bucks. I'm like, what the it, hell? It's Supply and demand. It's cuphead. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. All right. Round number eight, which we'll see Ryan, Clint, and then Nate go. We're going to pull up one of the fan favorites from that particular Comic-Con. And that's the Carl and Ellie Up 2-pack. Mm. Mm. Ryan's in with 145 for his guess. Clint's coming in with a guess of 169. And Nate's guess is 130. The correct going rate according to the Funko app for a Carl and Ellie up two pack is $260. So wow, that round really? is going to go to Whoa. Clint as well. Gee. Yep. I remember because I bought that and gave it to Gary. Well, Gary bought it and he got it through me. But still, I remember that. And I'm like, wow, all right. Okay. I didn't realize I went up that much. Ooh, who the, has all this money? <laughs> yeah, right? I don't know. So round number nine, we're going to see Clint, Nate, Ryan as our order for this one. The Boba Fett green chrome pop. Oh, God. <laughs> um, okay. Let's Clint's go. guessing. Uh, Clint's trying. He's getting all his freaking <laughs> Discord notifications. $79.99. <laughs> Nate's going to come in at $25. And Ryan's guess is $55. And everybody went over except for Nate. The current wow. going rate is $37. Mm. I had no so, idea on that one. <laughs> yep. So halfway through, Ryan who had a commanding lead at first is still at three points. Nate is now tied with him with three points and Clint has two points. It's a good game. So, Close. This is a good game. It is moving into round 10. This pop, which was extremely hard to get at the con from the think geek, think geek booth uh, is the sticky note man from the office space movie. Mm. And this is round 10. So Nate, Ryan, Clint are our order. So I'm first. You're first. Yeah. Your I'm name is Nate. Nate. Last time I checked. I, I am. Nate's going with $10. Ryan is coming in at $45. 
and Clint's coming in at $11. And despite how frustrating it was for me to try to obtain this pop at the actual con, it is only going for $20 right now. So Clint is correct. Son of a bitch. Or close, excuse me, not correct. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm doing really poor and all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened there, fella. All right, another fan favorite uh at the con i want joey to say this one's shitty yeah this one sucks ass nobody wanted it we'll get there don't worry uh <laughs> is the glow in the dark kang and kodos pop which Ooh. had a very excellent mold on it 